0: This NBA Best Bets edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. My bookie is your home for the NBA, college basketball, and the XFL. Use the promo code SGP and get up to one thousand dollars in free bets. MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. Over at My Bookie, we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own book. Plus. ACE is offering up to six weeks free over at slash sgp That's aceperhead.com/sgP. We're also brought to you by Roman. If you're struggling with ED, you don't want to wait for treatment. Get effective ED prescriptions without having to visit a doctor. Go to getroman.com/sgP for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com/sGP. Finally, we're also brought to you by Monkey Knife Fight. Monkey knife fight is the fastest growing daily fantasy site on the planet. And if you use the code SGP, you get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to $50. That's monkey promo code S G E you're listening to the sports gambling podcast exclusively on SGP. Let it ride. Fucking shine <laughs> Ooh, welcome, everyone, to the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real
1: money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer, dog? Uh, I gotta be honest, Sean. I'm going to the videotape to see how I just did that transition in real time, live video production. Mm. How's it looking, Ryan? As we know, there's a bit of delay on <laughs> Skype, but uh, I'll let you know when the tape is available to me, Sean. I'm very excited here. Oh, it came out beautifully. Wow. <laughs> I'm very excited to talk about the great Zion, the NBA. Yes. Before t- he becomes a bust, as I predicted, Sean. I'm Ryan. Ryan is still
0: standing in his corner. The Zion is a bust corner. It is a. Uh, not a popular corner on the internet. We're going to be talking NBA, do a little uh, future talk. Of course, we'll give you some uh, picks here uh, against the spread, answer, list answer listener questions, all that, much more. Joining us via Skype. Ooh. You can watch live over at slash sports gambling podcast. NBA insider, NBA expert, Zach Bronner. What's happening, Zach?
2: What's going on guys? Just cashed a uh, Celtics third quarter bet, last possession of the <laughs> quarter. So, if I was a little if I was a little quiet on Skype uh, as we just did the intro here, that's a little that's that's why, but doing great now and I'm uh, happy to be here.
0: So you have a third quarter only bet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Celtics Loving Celtics +130 against the Jazz, covered by 1 point. Uh, happy to see it.
0: Now Ryan already got things going with his super hot take that Zion Williamson will be a bust. He is a giant uh man that is teetering on the edge of 300 pounds. But I mean just watching him last night against the Lakers, this guy is a guy. This dude is a dude. Like I don't know how you can watch Zion on the court and go, "Holy shit, that guy is a player." Where are you at with Zion right now, Zach? I got to be honest. I'm I'm with Kramer. Um
2: I kind of Oh Reserves and. Re- <laughs> I I I'm a big I'm so if you follow my college hoops commentary on Twitter at all I'm I'm big on four year guys I'm big on program guys so you sound I, like Colby exactly do you Colby. also hate
0: the fact they don't call traveling in the NBA to complete yes, the old bit. man trifecta um
2: uh, but yeah so I I, I kind of handcuff myself to the Zion sucks bandwagon. And um, now, now I'm claiming sample size that is a little too early to tell. <laughs> either way, I love it. Listen, <laughs>
1: he's gonna be a star that burns hot, mm. very exciting. But I will be very surprised if he can do this n- night in and night out in the NBA, Sean. And now, what is, it, what's what's the reasoning for that? Well, one, I'm I'm sticking to my prediction. Kay. So that's first of all, I'm going to do my own. Confirmation bias. Position. Confirmation bias. Two. He's a giant man who clearly clearly is gonna have work habit problems. <laughs> so I'm happy for the city of New Orleans. yeah I'm I'm happy for the NBA. Um, it's a hilarious if this is the guy LeBron is passing the torch to. that's an <laughs> awful funny uh, funny meme waiting to happen. but yeah, I mean it's good for the NBA. Listen, I don't I don't watch much NBA, Sean. Great, great way to start an NBA But podcast. I did watch that Lakers game. Yeah, I got to do some We're talking NBA this week. I got to get in the lab. And yeah, he's really good. He's really good at jumping, mostly. Like which is surprising <laughs> because
0: of his his weight and his size, you think he would just be you wouldn't have the crazy ups that he has. It I mean, it's exciting. Like some of the, right, the John, dunks that Zion had with the exception of Alex Caruso Underneath the uh, legs to LeBron. With the exception of that dunk, Zion probably had uh, some of the better dunks you've seen this week. And it, it's really crazy. All right. Before we get too far down the Zion NBA uh, thing, I, I think we owe it to the fans to do a bites bracket update. But before we do, before we talk about the bites brackets, games are already tipping off. <laughs> This, of course, this podcast, the Bites Bracket, NBA Zach B's uh, uh, NBA picks, all presented by the good folks over at MyBookie.ag. All you gotta do, use a promo code SGP, sign up today. Use that sweet cryptocurrency. Good time to buy uh, Bitcoin. It is very low right now, or at least. Uh, Took a bit of a hit. Perfect time to load up on some Bitcoin. Take it over to mybookie.ag. Easy deposit, even easier withdrawals. Use that code SGP. You get up to a one thousand dollar deposit bonus. Play when you get paid over MyPookie.ag using the promo code SGP. Let's take a look at the brackets so far. The Bytes Bracket. Zach, while I'm while I'm pulling that up, who do you have going all the way in the uh, in the first annual Bytes Bracket competition?
2: I was I was high on the uh, DantaBase sound today. It looks like they're oh, going to really? take an upset special. Upset 15 2 special.
0: <laughs> that that was so perfect that DantaBase was seated as a 15 seed cuz you know he's <laughs> he would he loves the idea of a 15 seed upsetting a 2 seed. Doesn't look like it's going to happen. No. In the Jason Garrett region, uh Shinebox Cruz doing an 81 to 19 victory over the Master Sound Drop. Nothing surprising. They're disgusting act beat out uh, the Homer nerd sound effect, 85 to 15. If you listen to our NFL combine podcast, I predicted that disgusting act would have a greater margin of victory than the shine box masters. So both those uh, picks covering the spread and then looking in the Jason Garrett region, the, uh, the, of course the bite you were voting on today over at gambling Podcast baby
1: effing whale.
0: It's a baby fucking wheel, man.
1: Sean, you sh- come on, squaring off against the database. Y- you post the video. You knew what oh, you were yeah, doing. Yeah, exactly. Well, I you picked, knew exactly what I, I you were picked doing.
0: Baby whale to go all the way. Of course, I'm going to follow up with the video of Jay uh, trying to get the whale to the aquarium because I really, I, any sort of database mojo that was going to Upset baby effing whale. I I was gonna put a kibosh to that because once you see the video, it's, full confession. It's just John? so
1: hard not to be in. W- watch the full video. <laughs>
0: well, it, I w- it is six minutes, which is long <laughs> by viral video standards. But pull up a chair and just sit back for the ride. You think, okay, I get it. This is over. But truly, <laughs> it is it is worth your six minutes. All right. So Zach, we were uh, we were already talking Zion Lakers. But uh, before we get to that, little uh, breaking news, Zach, you said uh, you you actually came from a basketball game. You're a rec league guy as well.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Triple double. You messed around today?
2: <laughs> I got to the free throw line. Um, really? Actually, it, yeah, it was one of those weird games where we got in the one and one early. Oh, uh, nice. So we were just kind of the tougher, more physical team out there tonight. Um, so yeah, we got we got to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sixty six, forty two, dub. Um, and what 42,
0: you? Some, what's your? What's your position? What's your style? If you were a NBA player, who would you compare yourself to, Zach?
2: I'm a little bit like a, I'm like a poor man's Jokic. That that's my favorite player <laughs> in the NBA right now. But um, I was creating creating for others, posting up. You know Ooh, the, the the vintage white guy game. Um, and then we five be, to a uh,
1: player. Oh exactly. well, it, and in the rec league circuit, a guy who can play the high post and distribute from there—that's that's a really unstoppable position. Oh, exactly. Uh, it, it would really pair well with Sean uh, on the yes. court. what What are you, What are you, Sean? Like a Paul Millsap? Is that what? <laughs> that's a That's a pretty high compliment.
0: My move right
1: now is just to
0: stand at the elbow.
1: Zach, and, who plays most <laughs> below the rim in the NBA? <laughs> Paul Millsap, right? Most below, uh, yeah. Yo zero, Millsap. zero
0: inch <laughs> vertical. But I you don't need you know you just get a nice little jumper hang out at the elbow. people won't really go out and guard you i've I've added the corner three to my game uh well see. it's yeah. hit or miss I was uh, yeah. airballed a I couple stop getting uh, <laughs> stop getting the ball passed to me yeah I mean I was last rec league I was in I've been in a number of uh, comedian based rec leagues Ryan was in one as well. The nightmare there is every once in a while a famous comedian will get involved in the rec league circuit and then everyone it's It's so bizarre that everyone like caters to this comedian because they're famous and it's like, oh, hey, if I pass him the ball, we're gonna become friends. they're gonna be on a sitcom. It's like no, Dane Cook cannot shoot a jumper to save his life, which is really weird because Dane Cook is one of those guys that like is a, like a shredded guy, like works out all the time but just completely uncoordinated. no idea what he's doing on the basketball. Yeah, if your court. first
1: sport is working out, you're yeah. not an athlete and sh- no. Sean, what would you say? I would. I am on the court. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Russell yeah, Westbrook with you, a better three pointer.
0: Yeah, but you also you had this move where we we call we used to call Kramer the Rhino because he would just bury his head and just drive to, and really just initiate a ton of contact, which you don't see a lot. But his head would be completely
1: down. And so it was very obvious there was no attempt. Uh, we would be playing in these like pickup <laughs> games with these like improv comics. And I would just be putting my shoulder through their chest. Yeah.
0: Very, very low to the ground. <laughs> no attempt at really. His attempt is just to create contact, physicality. And uh, yeah.
1: Mix very it up, <laughs> getting a couple of scuffles. Get a little chippy. Mostly with the ref. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, and
0: man. Ref League, just put, you know. If you're in a rec league basketball game and you're a ref, put away the whistle. No one is there to see you. No one's there to see anyone. We're just there to have a sweat and move on with our lives. But they'll still like the, do the dramatic charge call where they like wind up into it.
1: It's definitely the rocks. Like they, they, they're warming up for some NCAA referee action. Sean, have we ever <laughs> told? Have we sure. ever told the story of the ref in the wheelchair?
0: <laughs> no, we haven't.
1: I just, you know, ref in a wheelchair, calling traveling. What, yeah, what, what there was, be better?
0: <laughs> well and the the interesting thing is right. It's a guy in a wheelchair. You think, Oh, okay. If he makes a bad call, you're not going to yell at a guy in a wheelchair, <laughs> but to their credit, people <laughs> would still yell at the ref in a wheelchair, which if you're, if you're like, <laughs> I, which I just never had the heart to <laughs> yell at the guy, but uh, people would still contest his calls as if he was a, a uh, Able, completely able-bodied Listen, ref.
1: As someone who volunteers as a referee, it's important to take your job seriously. Very right? serious. Not about you. It's about the kids.
0: <laughs> Playing the game <laughs> the right way. You're talking about Jokic, living the, uh, you know, being the ultimate white dude player in the NBA. I feel like this Alex Caruso phenomenon. People are responding to him because it's a white guy with thinning hair. As a white guy with thinning hair, he's kind of living the dream. Is it but- ironic? What
1: do you mean ironic? The fandom.
0: Oh, uh, a little bit, but the guy is giving them good minutes off the he's bench. Good, yeah. I was kind of throwing out almost a Jeremy Lin type thing, but he isn't. He isn't quite Lin sanity because he's not the you know like a primary ball handler and he's not dominating. But I, I think he had what twenty points last game.
2: No, nah, he had eight eight points. I think. Oh. Last, last night. <laughs> See, that's why. Bi- yeah, keep, so right keep, I gave, I gave him the twelve
0: point uh, <laughs> white guy curve. But yeah, he really is it, there's just something. I mean, really the thinning hair look is very unique. But uh this Lakers team kind of I don't know, kind of rounding out uh number 1 seed in the West. Is anyone is anyone taking out the Lakers in the West right now? Who are you who are you leaning as far as upsets when it comes to facing off the Lakers in the playoffs?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of matchups for the Lakers, uh I don't like them against the Clippers or the Rockets. Um and, and while I guess I'd still make them the favorite overall because hopefully you only have to play one of those two teams. I think the matchup for them is tough when they go up against better wing players like, you know, a Harden or having Kawhi and PG or now all the guards that the Rockets present is tough, tough task for the Lakers. So I think we'll kinda of to see what what gear LeBron has in the playoffs defensively. Now I, I I'm not a LeBron fan, but I'd I'd assume he has something in him. Um so, to me, you know, still the best team in the NBA as a fully formed, you know, playoff team, but it's a shame because the matchups for them, I think, are tough with with both the Clippers and the Rockets.
0: Yeah. And th- this Rockets team, they've, I don't know, whatever they call it, micro ball now, where they've just gone <laughs> incredibly small. And people are saying this isn't going to, uh, you know, this won't work in the playoffs because when you're, see- when you're seeing a team five games or seven games in a series, it's easier to adjust. They, they're kind of throwing teams off, it seems. And they're, they're having trouble figuring out the matchups. Where do you land on Houston? Are you, are you in favor of, of them kind of mixing things up like this or where, where do you stand? Do you think it's going to work in the playoffs?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm in the, I in. I like what they're doing. Um, obviously they kind of had to double down on the, on the Russ Westbrook transaction this summer. And allowing him to have this much more space on the floor, um, Russ has you know started to look like one of the best players in the league again. If you just look at the impact metrics, which is you know it can be dangerous at times with a small sample size, but they're over 10 points per 100 possessions better than any other team in the league over the last five games. Um, so kind of you know a, a 17 net rating positive. And what I love about their system is it kind of is is one of those things. And it kind of does go back to rec league basketball. When you have that, when you have that one big guy that you think has a perceived mismatch, that's the other team and keep trying to force it to him. But in reality, you know, the post-up is somewhat of an inefficient shot. So like when the Rockets played the Lakers, the Lakers are trying to play through AD and taking a lot of tough twos because, you know, you think, okay, you know, they're not playing a center. Let's hammer it inside. But in reality, you know, the trend of the NBA has been away from isolation post-ups for, for big men. So I, kind of like what they're doing. And also the way it kind of lulls you to sleep in playing the way you want to play. So I I, I'm into it. That being said, I mean, will it be able to last in a seven game series? I I still probably wouldn't pick them um, to advance past either of the LA teams, even though I do like the matchup per se.
0: Yeah. And, and I appreciate just as a sports fan in general, a gambler that they're just saying, fuck it. Let's try something. Cause so many times as a sports fan, you're like, what are they doing? Why don't they just pull their goalie here? Do some sort of crazy strategy. I think Houston to their credit realizes, Hey man, the Clippers, the Lakers, they have a ton of talent. Uh, This is a, this is a strategy that kind of fits our set. Let's mix things up, and if you look over at mybookie.ag to win the uh, NBA championship, Rockets plus twelve fifty. I don't hate that. I don't mind that. I, I think if the Rockets were the team to win out in the West, I would definitely like them uh, battling it out against some of the Eastern Conference teams. Kramer,
1: I I think, I mean perhaps perhaps. A guy who, I mean, what is the, what is the book on Dan right now? Like if, if we were writing his, his story, I feel like the book on him was that he wouldn't bend his system for his players. But really, if you look at what he's done in Houston, he's done the opposite. And yeah, this whole Westbrook resurgence, I saw, I don't know, where was I? Where was I reading the article with him and Harden uh, just talking about how like Westbrook Seems to be a good dude, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna see what I can do here to be good." And I absolutely think they can win in a seven game series. I I think the system it tricks the traditional basketball coach who isn't that intelligence a lot. Doc Rivers uh, <laughs> to like you said, go inside continually take those high percentage but two point shots, and we've learned that three points is greater than two. Uh, it's very simple. Daryl Murray did teach us that. It is. It's one of those things where I I think why couldn't it work for a seven game series?
0: I I think where, where it would work is instinctively your, your way of beating them is go, you know what? Let's just give it to the big man pound it inside when really you're almost just better off playing your normal lineup and playing a higher tempo and just letting the size beat them and rebounding that instead of trying to slow it down. Oh, Hey, it's the playoffs. It's all about defense. Pace is going to drop. No lean into the Pass pace that the that Houston wants to do and just out rebound. Everyone
1: Well, also just, I mean, you should try to maximize your game. So if you're altering your game plan because you want to yeah. out scheme them, you're probably maybe weakening what you're doing, what you do best. And I think exactly. especially for the LA teams, if they alter what they do because of what the rockets are doing, the rockets have already won.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I guess it's just a way to match up uh, against them. You're a nuggets fan. Uh, Zach, how, what do you think of Joke so far this year? He's kind of been a little all over the place. And w- what do you think of the Nuggets and their chances in the Western Conference? Right now they're plus twenty one hundred to win it all.
2: Yeah, I mean Joker, he started out the season slow, but since then he's been playing like a real MVP candidate, in my opinion, uh past three or so months. You know, I I'm I'm on the Nuggets bandwagon, of course, as a temporary benched Knicks fan. Um <laughs> but you know, to me, I, I don't necessarily see it in the playoffs. The, one thing I just want to say with the Rockets futures wise, and this, I'm going to talk about us in the East for sure is that the seating in the West is still really up for grabs. So, you know, if you, if you have a Rockets future, you're going to have to, you're going to have a tough re- matchup in the first round and a tough matchup in the second round, especially against the Lakers um, if they can't get to that, that, that second or third seed. So from the Nuggets perspective, um, I actually do maybe like an investment in them in in the in the conference or or the title pool because you know they they should be able to get past that first round at least and then you can kind of see what you have when when the series prices come out in the second round. So just based on their regular season success I think they might they might have earned some you know some respect going forward in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no I mean I I I could definitely See that we actually got a. Uh, we'll get to more of these later on, but we we do have some listeners' question or listener questions. First one, uh, we'll hit on here at Glavy Boy, <laughs> I think that's how you pronounce it, G L A V Y Boy. With the Suns' newfound offensive success, are they in the discussion for the eight seed? Zach, how say you?
2: I don't see them getting there. Um, you know they're currently four games out of the eight seed. And and I think their 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 resurgence has been no much as much on defense as offense. And shout out Ryan McKee, editor of Sports Gambling Podcast, big Suns fan. Um, <laughs> but yeah, to me that that eight seed, I, I I I do unfortunately, as an anti-Zion person, think that the Pelicans are going to be in the inside track to that eight seed, three games back right now. But they yeah. play the they play the easiest schedule in the league down the stretch, um, and the Grizzlies sitting in the eight seed right now. Have a slew of injuries coming in, their front court got blown out tonight in Houston. Um, So to me, I think that eight that AC is going to come down to New Orleans and Memphis trying to hold on.
0: Now, what about if if New Orleans does get into the playoffs, does get that eight seed? Do you think Zion, and assuming Zion keeps playing well at a high level? Do you think he gets Rookie of the Year over John Morant? Like, if if the Grizzlies don't get it in the playoffs, the uh, you know the Pelicans do. Do you think that's enough to sway him uh, into the NBA Rookie of the Year conversation, or give it to him?
2: I think it might be. I mean that w- that would be really annoying, in my opinion, because <laughs> he does have how few games he's played, and I don't think anyone's ever won Rookie of the Year playing you know the amount of games that he'll have played, even if he plays the rest of the year. Um, you know. Ja, Ja Morant ha, has been has been pretty good. I mean, he's averaging eight eighteen and seven this year compared to now, I guess, twenty-three and, and seven ish for Zion. Um, so you know, you have to just I, I think it's a media vote, right, for rookie of the year. So yeah. you gotta kinda just gotta hope they get this one right. I, I I personally think it should be Ja.
1: But come on. If this keeps happening, people are getting <laughs> caught up. Yeah, they're getting a little. They're getting caught up. They're they're on Twitter. They're on Snapchat. They're TikTok and Sean. (laughs) Well, now it it was like so goddamn hip.
0: Only a couple weeks ago, John Morant was like minus one thousand. He's down to minus three
1: fifty. No way, really? Zion, yeah, it's happening.
0: The dog is barking right now at plus one ninety. I don't know. Maybe maybe you uh, do a long shot for R.J.
2: Barrett plus twenty eight hundred. Thank you. (laughs) Shoots with the wrong hand, R.J. Barrett
0: all right. Yeah. we'll wait, we'll say that for a second. We'll switch over to our teams, the Knicks and the Sixers, uh, get that funeral, uh, funeral music going. But before we do that, we're going to talk about Roman. That's right. I mean, do you really want to wait to see a doctor? Especially if you have a pressing issue, like not having an erection, not a fun time, not a fun time. Again, I've had an erection before I've used it. They're awesome. If you're not having one right now, could be, uh, I mean, it's most likely a medical condition. And do you really want to go to a, <laughs> you really want to go to a doctor to have that again, even, even here, I'm talking to Ryan about my erection. It's weird in person. No. I'd much rather talk to Ryan about my erection via <laughs> Skype or via, via phone, whatever it is. You don't have to go into a doctor to get ED a treatment. You can just go to getromancom slash SGP. Of course you use that promo code uh, they'll give you your medication with free two-day shipping. That's right. You also get uh, free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have a question or want to adjust your treatment plan. Again, all you got to do: grab the phone, computer, complete a free online visit. You will hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And it's not a—it's not just erectile dysfunction. They also do cold sores, hair loss. what you're a guy, you got some issues going on. You don't. He, no one really wants to drive, go to the doctor, get parking validation, schedule the appointment. That takes forever. You're on some weird waiting list. Get it done online. Make your life easy. Just go to getroman.com SGP. That's getroman.com slash
1: sgp. Sean, I'm pretty sure it sounded a lot like you accused our audience of if or at least if they did not have an erection while listening to our podcast, they <laughs> must have ED. No,
0: no, I didn't uh <laughs> I mean, Hey, I'm a huge fan <laughs> of the podcast. So, uh, maybe, maybe there I'm sure there's a certain uh, statistical group out there that get aroused listening.
1: I, I the four percenters, Sean,
0: I, oh. Oh. I get a uh, very jacked up listening to the show. So maybe, maybe people go uh full on while listening, uh, to, uh, to the podcast and, and shout out to the fans. <laughs> Where was I? Oh, yes. Besides uh, talking about, yeah, we'll do a quick sidebar here. Like you said, Zach, self proclaimed bench Knicks fan. What right. is Hold
1: on. Can we clarify? Sure. You benched the Knicks, right? They didn't bench you.
2: No, I benched the Knicks. I mean, <laughs> look, I fucking hate the Knicks, honestly. If I'm being real, like, I grew up as a Knicks fan, but just this dumb, dumb, dumb stuff over and over again, it, it weighs on you as a fan.
1: Yeah, I mean, i have I'm definitely more in on the Clippers than than the Knicks lately.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I so mean, what it's fun to root for a team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, when you have a when you have an owner, it really it, that's horrible. It's the worst situation in sports. Even a GM, they eventually get fired, but the owner, they're never going to fire themselves. Y- your owner in particular plays in some like weird jazz band, uh, some weird like old white guy. Did you know this that a uh, Dolan? When they were playing uh the garden, the Eagles, he forced his band, uh JD and the straight shooters to open up for the fucking Eagles at Madison Square Garden. That is a that is a hilarious, hilarious uh power move, I guess you could say. That's
1: that's money. Like well, that's money.
0: And that's also shows kind of uh where where the Eagles are as far as artists. When <laughs> when James Dole just goes, I have to open up for you guys, they're like. All right, how much are you paying this for? Okay, yeah, we're in. So, what is the way out for uh, Knicks fans like besides Dolan dying or selling the team? What is one sliver of hope you're holding on to as a Knicks fan, Zach?
2: One sliver of hope. I mean, I guess I don't even know. There, ain't, there's not shit over here that that's that the sliver of hope. Um, hopefully, you know, we can make an, a, another good pick in the draft. Maybe Lamelo Ball to the Knicks. Is your
0: guy's hatred of Zion or your leanings to Zion being in a bus any any way related to the fact that the Knicks got the third pick in that draft?
2: No, I I never wanted Zion (laughs) in the first place. Just to me, the the thing that is so annoying about the Knicks this year is that they continually insist on playing our veteran players. Um, Like we can't even tank properly like any other team in the NBA by actually. Giving our young guys consistent run. Um so you know, there are so there are some nice young players, you know, for my Knicks fans out there, you know, I like Mitch Robinson, I like Kevin Knox, I love oh, I love, sorry, I love uh, Frank.
1: Hold on, Zach. Sorry. sorry. No problem. We're having technical difficulties today.
0: No. Gonna have to uh Yeah, sorry. Just pick up with your with your answer there. we we're back yeah. live.
2: Right. We're good are good. Yep. All right. So what, yeah, what I was saying about the Knicks, you know, there's some nice pieces there, Mitch Robinson. I, I'm, I still believe in Frank, um, the French Prince, Dame, Dame Dotson, you know, <laughs> Iggy Brazdakis. But to me, you know, we need to stop, stop trying to compete, stop trying to make up some fake story about the culture of New York. You know the culture of New York has been losing for years on end, so it's going to take talent to to rebuild that before we can try to instill a, a, any type of, you know, cultural accountability. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully, some of these young guys emerge. But you know, until then, it's uh, here's hoping Dolan sells the team.
1: And why? And why wouldn't he? You know, pro just
0: it's because he's it's, cause why would he? Because he he's doing whatever he wants. He's listen, making a ton of money.
1: Uh, well. Yeah. I mean, they lost me with the Charles Oakley incident.
0: <laughs> yeah. When they banned Oakley, that was just uh that was just poor, poor, poor form, poor form. Didn't make any sense. And yeah, it's like dude, you have to kind of read the room. Uh, you're not a popular yeah. guy. Embrace Charles Oakley. He should be sitting courtside instead of uh, Howard Stern or whatever celebrity, like, you know, worship the little history you have in the garden. Yeah. Embrace it. And the thing is, Knicks fans are so diehard anyway. But like, why antagonize them?
2: And I, I don't think it's even fun for him. I mean, I, I, I been to the garden recently. He walks in, you know, with two girls on his arm, sits down halfway through the first quarter, gets his ass booed, and then <laughs> le- and then leaves in the third quarter. It's like, yeah, imagine being two. Yeah, imagine being that guy.
0: Imagine, mean you, uh, you're you're living the dream, right? You're a billionaire. You have your NBA franchise. You're sitting courtside. You're owning a team, and you're getting booed, and they're chanting "sell the team." Like it really takes a lot to stand out for even the everyone to know who you are and to chant that when you come on screen.
1: It really shows how far Dolan has gone. I mean, it's, it's the classic rich guy who wants to be famous and doesn't know how to get famous. Yeah. I mean, he maybe really here's, here's the like plan. He literally started a band because that he thought that would be the way to JD become and a rock the straight star. shooters. He had the money. He wanted to be the rock star. So he just paid some people <laughs> to be a band around him. Zach. It came to me. I figured out the Knicks' <laughs> way out.
0: And that is for all the Knicks fans, all the diehard Knicks fans go over to iTunes, get on Apple, Spotify, just start streaming, download <laughs> JD and the straight shooters. Start like you know, people outside the, uh, New Jersey, New York area, get a, get a fan club together, whatever it is, make sure that his latest album takes off. And then he says like, Oh, I can get rid of this team. I'm a rock star. Now that's your only way out as a Knicks fan. So tell your fellow Knicks fans, just rally around
1: the movement. (laughs) Uh, It is odd that no one has kicked the shit out of them. (laughs) Or like no one's threatened him. I, I feel like someone has threatened him. Maybe we just in a have real way. Maybe some Italians. <laughs> the mafia <laughs> will get involved in cleaning up. Listen, the Tony New Soprano thing. laid out the blueprint when they took Big Puss out on the boat. Yeah, maybe you need to go on a little boat trip. He's playing a private show. <laughs> tell me, we need we need a live musical act.
0: <laughs> uh, God damn moving over to the Sixers. Unfortunately, Embiid shoulder injury tonight, as we're taping this,
1: I did see that Sean.
0: Ben Simmons, mysterious back injury out. It seems like indefinitely, this team is just cannot get it together. I think I was against the process. I think the curse of the process is haunting the Sixers team because they have talent. They have management that's willing to spend money. They have Brett Brown, which appears to be a good coach by some standards. I'm not in on Brett Brown. I, I wish they would have fired him like two years ago. I don't think he's hard enough on Simmons and Embiid. They, it just seems like they're always trying to figure out the lineup. And now, now they're in a spot where they're really good at home. Well, like 26 and two 27 and two, and then just cannot do anything on the road. Zach, what do you make of the Sixers team?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I like what you said at last point because just from a a betting perspective, I mean, this team is is a true jackal and hide. Like we say that often in sports betting, but seventeen and and ten against the spread at home, seven and twenty one against the spread on the road. Um, What
1: what does that tell you?
2: But I think it tells you just to treat them as such. I mean, I've been taking the Sixers at home routinely, and, and they've been a covering machine, as you can see. Um, And and I think you need to just pass up on them whenever they're on the road. Obviously that that's not factoring into what they're going to do in the playoffs, but just from a regular season game to game. I mean, the, 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 the teams that come into Philly and are like short dogs, I think it's a little disrespectful, disrespectful to the Sixers. Um, But that, that being said, I, I don't think, I don't see them figuring this out this season. Perhaps Ben Simmons has played his last game in a Sixers uniform, Sean.
0: Oh my god. Whoa. Wow. Whoa! Uh, well, I I guess I think if they trade one guy, it would be Simmons, but What a bomb. I would I would get rid of Brett Brown before I would get rid of Ben Simmons cuz I think there's still hope that you bring in a different coach, he figures out a way to really maximize this. And with Joel
1: Embiid's health, I don't know how you can go all in on Joel Embiid right. as the guy. It's insane. And and when you don't perform on the road, that's leadership. That's a void in leadership, whether that's the coach, yeah. whether that's the players, they just they don't they're bring it on the road. Well,
0: and Horford was supposed to kind of be that vet. He's not. He looks completely lost. i am not doing enough leadership wise. Uh, but the Sixers also they look kind of good when it was just Simmons and Embiid was out. There. It was a completely different team. They're they just really don't have an identity, which is crazy considering all the talent they have on this team. Maybe they figure it out. Maybe they get hot. I mean, I'm holding on hope that they are good enough in the playoffs that they can win those home games and then just keep stealing one away game in these uh, series where they're not, they don't have home court advantage. It kind of depended on where they end up seed wise. But sticking in the East, we got a, a listener question here at MJ Guard 47. He wants to know who gives the Bucks the biggest trouble in the East. The Celtics look a lot better than the Sixers today, but they're but are the Sixers better equipped to take down the bucks. This was tweeted out hours before Joel Embiid uh, injured his shoulder. I'll start off first. I think, <laughs> I think the Raptors are kind of yeah. weirdly the team to beat in the East. And if you look at the players surrounding um, or just the players on the Raptors, it, it almost is a better team, team. than surrounding uh, the Clippers uh, in Kauai. But yeah, I mean the Raptors are just truly a, I think they're. I think the Raptors are super motivated to prove to people that they're more than Kawhi. Am I crazy for kind of thinking the Raptors have a chance to win the East?
2: No, not at all. And and I was gonna say. I mean, I, I love the way the Eastern Conference is shaping up right now because the standings are starting to stratify a little bit. Boston now five games up on Miami for the two three spot. Um, so to me, and I, I agree, the Bucks are vulnerable to the Raptors. But if you can grab right now. The Celtics plus six hundred to win the East, and the Raptors plus eight hundred to win the East. Though that's gonna be the two-three matchup in the East. So you're gonna roll over at least one of those. I mean, you're gonna roll over exactly one of those bets um, to the Eastern Conference Finals, and have a nice, you know, six or eight to one ticket in your pocket going into that Eastern Conference Finals matchup versus the Bucks, where I think they are vulnerable. Um, You can either hedge it when you get there. Um, or not. But to me, you know, I love the way the, (laughs) yeah, don't hedge, but I love the way the East is shaping up because you can kind of see the playoff picture already starting to take form with the way the standings are stratifying a little bit. Um, So I think today's or, you know, right now is a great time to jump on the Celtics and the Raptors knowing that, you know, you're going to almost certainly get one of those tickets into the Eastern conference finals.
0: Yeah, and and it's weird because my bookie is the Raptors at plus fifteen hundred to win the championship, but I think the the win the conference is a lot more valuable. Even half the price, it feels like there should be a greater difference considering how wide open the East is.
1: Aren't you? I mean, in my opinion, aren't you just if you're if you like anyone that's not the Bucks in the East, you take them to win the conference, and if you like anyone in the West, you just take them to win the championship, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah,
0: no, I, I think that's I think that's a solid just strategy. Just juice it up. I mean, right now they got uh, the Bucks minus one seventy five to win the East. I, I just d- it doesn't feel like there's much value in there. I mean, this Bucks team is historically good. They the formula is right for them as far as it, it, they kind of made a little run last year. Coming back with more experience, well-rounded team, good at home, everything you want to see. But still, I, I would worry about the about the Celtics and the Raptors in particular. Maybe even the Sixers. They get in there. The Heat. Like it seems like one of these other teams are going to give them a run in the Eastern Conference, and and kind of loading up on some of these Eastern Conference plays might be the strategy.
1: See, yeah, I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna zig, Sean. I kind of feel like a lot of people are saying exactly what you're saying, hmm. and sleeping on how good the Bucks are. And so maybe, say- the-
0: but do you do you would you take? Bucks minus one seventy five to win the East right
1: now. Yeah, really?
0: Because yeah. I uh, lay. Listen, I just I don't know.
1: I, I, don't know. I again, I've not wa- watched a ton of basketball. <laughs> the basketball I've won has been over the past week, maybe two since since the mid or the All Star break. And I, I just, I don't know. None of these teams are exciting. Like the Sixers, the Sixers are intriguing because I think they have a high ceiling. Yeah. But uh, I think, I think the Celtics are the Celtics and I think we'll, we'll see them do exactly what, what they were. We expect them to do, which is, I think they probably get to the conference finals and they probably lose. So yeah, I think, I think if you're playing, I'm playing the futures market, it's in the West.
0: I mean, if the, assuming the bucks get to the East their their price probably will be like minus 300. So, so maybe you're right. Maybe there is some value in there. It's tough to imagine a world where they don't get to the Eastern Conference, so so maybe you're right there. I I I'm always leaning dogs. So I that's do like the right Raptors' angle
1: though, because the Raptors are a fun team. They're in Canada,
0: and, and they uh, seem to be rallying around. And you know, Spicy P, a guy's named Spicy P, who doesn't want to root for that? <laughs>
2: all right, Zach, yeah. And I, I will say one more thing is like, yeah. For first of all, no one in the East is afraid of the Bucks, and and yes, you know, they are a historical team statistically, but they don't have the feel of one, and. and Kramer, I could see how you like that angle, but at the same time, you know, Toronto's not afraid of them. Boston's not afraid of them. Um, Philly certainly isn't. And, and also, we saw Giannis struggle against Toronto in the playoffs last year, and, and he only went over twenty-five points once in that Eastern Conference Finals series last year. Um, so, I, I still want to see it before I believe it in terms of Giannis being a closer in the playoffs, and and that'll definitely um be be on center stage in the eastern conference this year.
0: Well Giannis is a good transition point to our next listener question at Ben Broner writes in possible relation.
2: That's my it, brother right there. Yeah. Okay. Yes, shout
0: sir. out shout out to Ben, older brother or younger brother? Younger. Okay. So he's looking up to Big Zach B coming. <laughs> he's looking <laughs> up, yep. <laughs> Hitting him with some questions. If the playoffs <laughs> start tomorrow, who's the player you most want on your team? seems like the narrative is Kawhi after his run. People forget LeBron was the best player in the warrior series two seasons ago. Uh, I mean, yeah, you could make a case for Kawhi. You can make a case for Giannis LeBron is right there. Maybe Dwight,
1: no <laughs> Alex no. Caruso. Maybe, maybe
0: you say Embiid, maybe you say Jason Tatum, Zach, I'll let you answer. where are you going with this one?
2: I think I got, I got to go with LeBron also. Um, Agree with Ben's angle there. So shout out to Ben. Um, You know, (laughs) I'm I'm gonna assume he has that in the tank. He was the unquestioned greatest player in the league up until last year when he kind of took a backseat. But um, if the I'll tell you this: if the NBA playoffs are gonna be great this year, it'll probably because LeBron showed us that uh, GOAT gear. So I'm gonna go with LeBron.
1: Of course, right. It's still his until he passes it. Come on. Well, it does feel although like my answer is Russ Westbrook.
0: <laughs> danger Russ.
1: Yeah. You I, go? I love both Danger Russes.
0: You don't want to go uh Yeah. I, I'll I'll say uh Joel Embiid. No. Uh, yeah, once his shoulders fixed. I really think Poor Embiid. I, I think I have to go LeBron as well. As as chalky as it sounds, there is this LeBron loves a good narrative, right? The guys he you could he's very aware of his narrative how he's perceived and I think to win a championship with the Lakers after the down year they had obviously about uh co- losing Kobe there's this ink I it just seems to him he's writing this fairy tale of of winning one more winning it with the Lakers I I think he's really gonna knock it up a notch and and his physicality is still insane. Like the lift he has for a dude that's been in the league seventeen years. I mean, it's kind of in no shit territory, but still, you forget like the dude's in the league seventeen years, and and he's still like, I don't know the 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 lift he has on the dunks. It's I, still
1: freaking impressive. I mean, on the off chance that I went and played some basketball for a couple <laughs> hours, I'd be sore for a week. Yeah. So kudos to LeBron. Yeah, two thousand three. How crazy is that, Sean?
2: And speaking, speaking of LeBron, um, one one angle, I just want to throw out there to the listeners um, with, with, so LeBron this year ha- has been kind of historic for him where the Lakers are a plus 10.7 with LeBron on the floor and a full minus three with him off the floor. Jesus. Um, and so, and so it's one of the, they're, they are really relying on him in more than you think. And one angle that I've been playing a lot recently with Laker games. And I, I think is definitely a good edge is you can open up big time middles kind of just by playing LeBron's substitution patterns. So when he comes off the floor, they usually do have a lead at the end of that first quarter stint. He plays at the first eight minutes. Um, So if you just take the dog right when he comes out and then play it back the other way, like five, six minutes later, when he comes back in, um, I've been opening up like four or five point middles very easily. and you know, you only have to hit one of those every so often to have it ha- have it be kind of fun. So I, I just wanted to share that. Like that that's definitely something that's easy to do if you're watching a Lakers game. Um and you get it in both the first and the third quarter. So So if you're
1: in uh if you're anywhere but LA and you can actually watch the Laker games. Definitely. Yeah. Oh my that's god. That's a that's a real degens only move right
0: there. <laughs> yeah. No. I lo- I love I love him breaking out the uh, the live betting strategy based off as a
1: uh, hashtag degens only. Complete sidebar, guys. But if you really want to do some cocaine. <laughs> well, all right. One more one
0: more listener question. I, I uh, Ben asked about it. I think uh, someone else did as well. Perfect transition into Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving uh a bit of a head case it seems like the longer his career goes on the bigger kind of head case level has been revealed <laughs> if you're Kevin Durant, are you regretting pairing up with Kyrie Irving yes <laughs> feel free to expand Kramer
1: I mean Kevin Durant likes to be the pre prima donna on the team <laughs> yeah. Uh, Talk about are
0: they are they on the same cycle? Kyrie Irving (laughs) and Kevin Durant. Everyone's so mean. Mm, Our team
1: sucks. Uh, Well, it's it's
0: Durant is almost the more pouty. Like everyone's out to get me. Where like Kyrie's kind of almost more the like dark brooding. Like. it, you know, if he was like a white kid growing up in the '90s, he would have been in the trench coat mafia. Like he just seems like I thought he seems you were like go, a dark guy.
1: I thought you were going requiem for a dream. Oh, okay. that He is the requiem for the dream of the NBA. Just this, like, everyone's gonna tell you about it and tell you about how awesome it is, and then you watch it and you're like, "Whoa, that was really fucked up." Yeah, that's Kyrie Irving. Kevin Durant's just a little whiny bitch. You know, he's just a little millennial bitch. But man,
0: he's the guy that calls every foul in a pickup game. It's like, come on, man.
1: There's no way Kevin Durant's stoked to be paired up with him. But
0: uh, I don't know. He's you're living in. uh, Do you live in Brooklyn, Zach? What part of New York are you?
2: No, I, I live in downtown Manhattan. I feel like Kyrie. Kyrie's like the guy you meet freshman year of college that like you think is really cool when he, when you're both freshmen and then, and then senior year, he's still saying the same weird, like stonery shit. And you're like, all right, I got to get away from this guy. Yeah, Um, You you get to campus. You're like,
0: wow, there's so many cool people with, New ideas and then yeah, he just keeps repeating the same conspiracy and, theory. And, and by the way, did you Jet see that? fuel doesn't melt steel beams. All uh, right, did, did you see how
1: quickly Zach pushed you in the locker for just suggesting he lived in Brooklyn? <laughs> how dare no you insult.
0: Well, that's awesome. Because we're the only we probably the only blog that has that talks sports that doesn't have an employee from Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh I mean, I don't know, maybe we do. I, I gotta look at the thing, but y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny that he, I don't know. They're just kind of like two of the hipster millennial. Like every sort of attribute you throw in a millennial, just aligns with living in Brooklyn. Like how long before one of the, before like Kevin Durant has like a giant hipster beard? I mean, they're perfect. He wears one of those. I mean, you know, being in, out in LA, you see some insane stuff. Like especially <laughs> when I was living in Silver Lake, which is kind of the Brooklyn equivalent of Los Angeles. There was a guy who used to ride. One of those giant old timey <laughs> bicycles. I literally like fifteen feet <laughs> up in the air, like one giant wheel,
1: and just like rolling the the roads in Silver Lake are horrible. Yeah, have there's to- potholes everywhere. Like, dude, you're gonna break <laughs> your ankles falling off Fucking that thing. Charlie Chaplin.
0: It's insane. All right. Well let's hit a read and then we'll oh talk my God. uh yeah, we got a couple more listener questions. We'll get to some Thursday games. You were listening to Zach talking about uh some live betting action. You know, if you had your own sports book, you could actually take live betting action. That's right. If you go to aceperheadcom slash SGP, you can become your own sportsbook. That's right. Aceberhead.com slash SGP, they'll get you set up. Use that link, you can get up to six weeks free. per Head is the leader in paperhead for riders. They offer live betting, amazing mobile experience. 24-7 customer support, some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Again, you don't have to be a computer whiz. You can just go to asperheadcom SGP. They'll get you set up. It's turnkey solution to starting your own sports book. 2020 is the year. Get in on the sports gambling craze and stop trying to beat the bookie and just become an online sports bookie. All right, let me see if any other uh uh any other good questions? I know the the Cleveland Cavs. That was a that was a big story. B-line. He uh <laughs> he was uh he was the coach for the Cavs there for a little bit. Then uh got thrown off course or basically got fired. He was calling his players thugs and he he said sl- this was allegedly, all time, allegedly, yeah, this is an all time horrible oh, excuse
1: Michigan man coming in with the defense
0: <laughs> when, he, when he goes, yeah, he, uh, I wasn't calling them thugs. I was calling them slugs, which is why not just lean into thugs being like, yeah, you guys were just being lazy and just trying to rough players up instead of playing correct defense. Like there's, there's very easy way to get to that. Hey, slow go. <laughs> I mean, that is you're insulting. Uh, athletes uh, intelligence there. And even, <laughs> even at professional athletes, not like the brightest guys, but even they have bullshit detectors and no, the, there's completely nonsense to that. Do we ever sounds like thug <laughs> shit only slug Brad Stevens made the transition and seemingly a good transition from college to the pros. I know you follow college as well. Is there anyone in the college game that you think is is set up for a nice transition to the pros, Zach.
2: I mean, I think the name you got to look at, hopefully, a, a, it would be Jay Wright to the Knicks. Um, mm. Seems like seems like a good and you know I'll bring up my guy Joe Judge, a guy who <laughs> wants to reflect the regional character of the area with the way his <laughs> football team plays. So all you know, rise. all rise. exactly. So we bring in a guy from the Northeast to you know bring that that toughness back to New York. So Jay, Wright, I guess would, would be my name to monitor. Um, and then, and then, you know, I I would like to personally see what, you know, a guy like a Tom Izzo or, or a Matt painter could do in the NBA. Those are t- two of my guys from the big 10. Um, but, but the transition is not easy. And and I think one thing we see with a John B line uh, you know, mishap, I guess I would say is that <laughs> guys often go, uh, go from the college game to the NBA game to escape the personalities of college basketball, whether that's, you know, shoe companies and boosters and uh, you know, whatever college kids, mill- millennial college kids. Um, and you go to the <laughs> NBA and you go to the NBA and you find it's just as bad. So I think, you know, coach B or coach B line, you know, he, he, he left Michigan. Cause I think he had a tough time with the way the college game was changing only to find that Those issues he perceived in the college game were even exacerbated in the NBA with the the egos and the personalities. Um, So it's it's a tough transition. Um, But you know, Jay Wright would be a name I would be happy to root for as a Knicks fan um, if if we were able to get him.
1: Well, so this is what's actually going to happen for the Knicks fans. We're going to get Calipari. No, no, and that's
2: going to be just (laughs) an
1: absolute classic Dolan hire, complete dumpster fire imagine him trying to run the Knicks like with boosters and a, like he's probably pretty familiar with how it works, but I just can't imagine professionals would listen to his bullshit
0: No, but that, that Kentucky team, I mean, yeah, we can do a quick sidebar in college basketball. Kentucky looks good. I mean, it does seem again, this tournament's going to be so wide open, but Kentucky, I mean, kind of a no shit observation, but they look legitimately good. And speaking of Jay, Wright, I mean, I've seen the, uh, I've seen the futures around them, like hovering around 40 to one in this wide open field. I know I'm going to get a little taste of that. Are there any uh, long shot uh, college teams you're looking at as far as a uh, futures go?
2: So um, I actually want to uh, give a shout out to Christian Pina here. This is my first year trying the Christian Pina strategy of long shot college basketball futures that you hedge right away in the first round. Yeah. Um, and so I'm sitting on a portfolio of about 15 futures right now and
0: I love that says the portfolio
2: portfolio <laughs> that, well, that's, that's the type of language Pina would use, uh, no Hashtag only. <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously, you know, C- Christian Pina, shout out to him. Um, so yeah, my, obviously the, my favorite one I have going right now, Penn state 200 to one, oh, probably wow. going to be a four or five seed Illinois, a hundred to one, Probably going to be a five or a six seed. Um, what else we got? We got Creighton eighty to one. Probably going to be a three seed. Uh, we got Seton Hall seventy five to one. That's the one right there.
1: Ooh, really? You think Seaton Hall?
2: Come on, man. Keep, keep in mind, I'm, I'm planning to sort of work my way out of these in, in a conservative <laughs> fashion.
0: So is there is there a particular? Uh, I mean, Penn State, I, I like at 201. That is, that is a great price, but are you already imagining certain scenarios like, okay, I hope, I mean, cause you don't want all of them in the same region. Are you already kind of looking ahead to that of like hoping they're in different quadrants?
2: Yeah, I'm basically hoping to get, you know, different quadrants and, and then good matchups where, you know, the price is as good as possible coming back the other way, especially for like something like I'm going to try to be aggressive in sort of Like I said, getting out of these because this has been such an unpredictable college basketball season. Um, You know, right now Kansas definitely, I think, looks like a a a serious favorite as 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 much as we can assign that this season. Um, But there's a a host of teams, you know, in the next twenty five or so that I could see any of them winning at all.
1: So uh, I actually have an announcement, Sean. I know we were here to talk about the NBA, but yes, Ryan breaking news courtesy of Ryan Kramer much like I opened up for business with my Cleveland Browns offer to all the listeners. I'm going to look at them. So hopefully they're watching live over at sports gam- or youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. I will take any anyone who wants to take a Kansas to win the national <laughs> championship future. I will take that bet. Really? Because I am well aware of my man Bill Self and his capabilities <laughs> to shit the bed, so reach out, uh, Zach. I don't know if you you saw my latest picture on Instagram, but people can reach. I just re- I just found out you can chat on Instagram, so reach out on oh, Instagram yeah. uh, if you want to. I, I, I you know my I, bookie's is think-
0: offering Kansas at plus five twenty five. Are you actually going to outdo the sponsor, Ryan? Will you offer five to one? Kansas side or sorry 6 Wouldn't to 1 I Kansas to offer, on, yeah, Sure, I offer 6 to 1. Okay. So if you want to book <laughs> Ryan's Kansas
1: oh, National Title 6 to 1. If you want to have a conversation about making a bet, a friendly bet at 6 to 1. Okay. 6 <laughs> lunches for 1 lunch. Uh happy to do that at Kramer Centric on Instagram. Thank you, Sean. There you go. Getting Ryan's uh plugging his <laughs> side business there. Hopefully you're booking that action. What's my use. side business? My Instagram feed? <laughs>
0: Uh, just the idea that you have have the gram going there. Social uh, media influencer. Okay, why don't we close things out? We'll talk about the uh, Thursday games. The odds should be up. Yep, they're. Uh, let's see. Well, we'll do a little uh, research here. Get these uh, Thursday games. If you are listening to this, you probably listen to this on a Thursday. Got a couple of games we'll pick for you to close things out. But before we do, shout out to Monkey Knife Fight. That's right, Monkey Knife Fight a new player in DFS daily fantasy. It's pretty fun. You're just basically kind of going over and under on a a players as far as their fantasy points in a particular game. Pretty simple. You're not going up against a bunch of computers. You're just playing against the house. Uh, Yeah, they set a line and uh, it's pretty simple over under. It's one of the fastest growing daily fantasy sites on the planet. They got B ball hockey, Even a little bit of everything, all you got to do is go to monkeyknifefight.com, use a promo code SGP, receive a hundred percent match bonus up to fifty dollars. So just use that code SGP, hundred percent match bonus up to fifty dollars. Monkeyknifefight.com, promo code SGP. Zach, I know you'll be doing the uh. Been cranking out the daily picks for us over on the Twitter at gambling podcast and of course your Twitter handle at NBA Zach B. Couple of lines up right now. Kings plus six and a half in OKC. Which way you lean in right now, Zach?
2: Um, I like OKC there. They they've, you know, they they've quietly kind of earned the respect of being part of the class of the West. And I'm not too high on this Kings team. OKC coming back home uh, I like OKC there and uh shout out to the NBA picks nine and one last ten locks. so it's been a long it's been a long year hot, hot, hot. the grind back to over five hundred so we're back over five hundred on the season long record back over five hundred on the locks record winning and
0: uh, and what do you charge like twenty five a month or thirty dollars a month no, no
2: hashtag free picks only
0: <laughs> there you go. Get that free content train. I'll uh, I'll ride with you. Give me OKC. This I mean this moved to seven as we as we were doing this. Uh, yes, but yeah, I still like I still like OKC even at the seven. Kramer, what are you doing?
1: Well, I see ninety two percent of the dollars on the OKC Thunder. So let's be contrarian, Sean. Little Give talk. me the Sacramento Queens as Mister Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal once called them.
0: Yeah, they got uh, our good old friend uh, Luke. Um, wait, I'm blanking on his last name. Who's the coach of the Kings? Luke Walton. Luke Walton. I don't he's, know why I couldn't he's remember. Uh, I had too many Luke Walton moments. As
1: the guy at the liquor store down the street says, "He's a bag of dicks." <laughs> was not a fan of Luke Walton when he was uh, out here.
0: Every, you know, oh, look, he's kind of keeping the team together in Golden State. Doesn't really look like that. Have uh, you
1: heard his dad?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's where he came from. God bless, God bless uh, the Waltons. All right, another uh, another interesting one we got here. Indiana Pacers at home, laying nine and a half against Portland. I'll kick things off. Give me Portland plus nine and a half, and don't the money line's not out, but don't be afraid to sprinkle a little bit on the money line. When this team gets hot shooting, they can really go off and and can kind of shoot anyone out of the gym. Shout out to C.J. McCollum, Lehigh uh, grad, Lehigh alum. But I'll, I'll take I'll take the Blazers plus nine and a half. Are you are you going dog or uh chalk here? Zach?
2: Um, I'm good to the Pacers here. Literally looking at this. OKC just went to seven in front of my screen, so shout out to the SGP live stream community. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, moving lines. <laughs> um but yeah, I'll take the Pacers here. Um we didn't get to touch on them in kind of the macro discussion, but yeah, feel you free. Know,
0: where where do you think they're at? No,
2: they they, they they've had a they definitely had a tough time integrating Victor Oladipo back into what they're doing offensively. Offense has looked terrible with with Depot on the floor. Um, so they'll need to figure that out. Played fantastic the other night um at home again, Charlotte. I think that was Sunday. Um, maybe missing another game this week. I'll take Indiana here and maybe even hashtag DGens only. Wait till Oladipo, you know, mucks it up for a little bit. See, see if uh, Portland starts. Hashtag legends <laughs> only. And, and then come back on Pacers live. So. Oh, uh, there then, you go. He's he's already got I'm a map going. I'm not out recently.
1: Zach seems to have gotten into the live betting a little bit. Yeah. He's uh, He's that's like sprinkling it in, like, hey guys, no big deal, but uh, you know, <laughs> if you guys want to <laughs> hang out and uh, chat from uh, seven ten to ten thirty <laughs> east, uh, I'm available. What are you doing, Kramer? Uh, well, I'm I'm on the Pacers as well. Oh, I think okay. you're getting cute, trying to take a dog. I am. Little did you know, Sean, you're on the public dog. Really? And we all know they got fleas. Public dogs got fleas. Give me the Indiana Pacers.
0: Okay. Uh, last, uh, it looks like the Sixers game is, of course, off the board uh, thanks to uh, Joel Embiid up. But I mean, they're at home against the Knicks. I, I think you just take the Sixers regardless the number because of their ATS and straight up uh, and it's the Knicks. So fuck them. Uh, but yeah, with no Embiid <laughs> and no Simmons, this is not a game anyone wants
1: to watch. Well, we got another game shown.
0: Yes, we do. And then of course is the Lakers at golden state Lakers lane 13 and a half huge road chalk you going home, dog? Here, or are you or are you riding the Lakers, Zach?
2: I'm gonna ride the home dog. LeBron's out tomorrow night, um, and it kind of seems like a somewhat of a letdown spot for the Lakers coming off all the emotion at home recently. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with the Warriors here. And don't be surprised to see that locked up on the SGP NBA picks tomorrow. Ooh. Well,
1: and you know the Warriors fans, just rain or shine, no matter how good the team <laughs> is, they are there pulling for. Especially with this new stadium. Looking. Oh my god! Just everything, just just what a rabid fan base, Sean.
0: That is so hilarious. <laughs> I, the the I think if they were still in Oakland, the Oakland fans would still be coming out.
1: But do now, you remember when they used to be one of the greatest crowds in the game? Like, remember Baron Davis, Oracle. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, but even on.
0: before that, Perrin Davis, like yeah, when they had that little run, that was that was a fun Warriors team. And even Warriors pre-Durant, I think were kind of a fun team to root for. Yeah. That fun is all gone, that being said. killed so the whitey Warriors bitch
1: came in town and ruined <laughs> everything. Warriors plus 13 and a half.
0: Uh, that feels good. I, I like the home dog there. Zach nailed it on, you know. LeBron being out, but maybe maybe play the over in uh, Alex Caruso uh, fantasy points in a monkey knife fight or something like that because this is kind of a game where he could shine. Uh, But yeah, I would go uh, yeah definitely go Warriors here.
1: And for those keeping track at home, Kevin Durant still has that sandlot kid as his profile.
0: (laughs) What a just what a just incredibly odd
1: individual. I do me. Sorry, I'm I'm being offensive. I'm me. I do me, and I and I chill. There you go. It's
0: a great Instagram pile if I ever Such saw it. Such a
1: millennial. One.
0: Before we wrap things up, one final pick. What everyone wants to know. The matchup between Long
2: Cox and either right hand or left-handed. Get down in there. Shirk off the defender.
0: That is the two fifteen in the bites bracket the next uh game you could vote <laughs> on in the Joe Buck region. Of course, go to at gambling podcast. Get your vote in. Hashtag democracy. Hashtag your vote matters. Long cocks should sail here. Kramer, how, what are you what uh, What numbers are you predicting percent wise?
1: Well, we haven't really seen anyone have to sweat yet. There has been a cover by a dog, of yep. course, but this is early. It's the
0: one sixteen two fifteens again. Probably just looks good at us, the committee, because we're <laughs> we laid out such obvious one sixteens two fifteens. I think if a 15 seed would have won or at least, you know,
1: you want to talk about next level self congratulations. (laughs) Not only are we saying the event itself that we created is awesome, but we're going down to the, 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 the granular level of saying these matchups are just splendid. We, (laughs) we have 12 and 13 seeds with character and upset potential. Unbelievable. How good we are. Long Cox
0: a minus 48%
1: favorite. I think
0: I, if we've seen anything so far, people people love the Long Cox. Give me <laughs> minus 48 on Long Cox. Zach, how say you? Did does, does Long Cox cover?
2: Long Cox is a is a vintage SGP uh sound bite. So I gotta go with that. And I, I will say, I just checked out the uh, the bracket online. Watch out for Mr. Jones coming in as an eighth <laughs> seed. That's a sneaky, that's a sneaky great bite.
0: Oh dude, I love me some Mr. Jones. Kramer,
1: how say you? This long Cox cover. Give me, give me Hubie one more time, just so people hear it.
2: Either right hand or left handed. Get down in there. Jerk off the defender.
1: I mean, perhaps we just need to slice this down to just jerk off the defender. True. But I I and maybe it's coming back next year as an eight seed instead of a fifteen. We'll rework the squad. Trim the fat. Hard to see John. Again, John Gruden is a real life comic book character. <laughs> and he said long cocks without knowing the implications. Nope. That's going to advance. That's going to cover. I just can't wait till we get down to the juicy, but bo- I can't wait till I'm good drop. on the, on the, on the docket so I can actually campaign unlike Colby <laughs> Dan.
2: Yeah, really no showing
1: uh, of all the, all the compliments we've gotten about how awesome this is not one from the guy who loves (laughs) loves a an all inclusive playoff where everyone gets a chance.
0: doesn't even make a case for his. We uh, did 32.
1: (laughs) We started saying 16 is plenty and we went all the way to 32. All right. We're great. Let's move on.
0: Good bites win. Great bites cover (laughs) Ryan. That's what I always say. and of course, thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. Big shout out to Zach. Zach. Thanks as always for all the work you do on the site. Thanks for calling in. Make sure you give Zach a follow at NBA, Zach B and for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green and he is Ryan.
1: See you tomorrow. Sean
0: XFL week Four. Kramer. Let it ride.